Some of the scariest words when it comes to finances are collections, judgments, and liens. Over the course of a few years in college, as I helped people refinance their homes or purchase homes and such, I had an opportunity to look at quite a few credit reports and to discover why liens and judgments and collections happen. I also had an opportunity to work with quite a few individuals that put those judgments, collections, and liens on. So here's what I'll tell you. First of all, typically when someone puts a judgment against you or sends you to collections or gives you, puts a lien against your home, these are things designed to terrorize you, if you will, to cause fear so that you'll pay. They want to make sure that they're going to get their money, whoever this is. For instance, a judgment might happen where there's a judgment put against your house or a lien against your house because perhaps you didn't pay someone who performed work. Maybe you hired some contractors to uh, finalize or finish up a basement project that you're working on, maybe to remodel your house or something, and you owed them X amount of dollars and either rightfully or wrongfully you didn't pay. So they put a judgment against you, a lien on your house, Some of these have the effect that basically you are very scared and you feel like you need to pay immediately, but typically you don't have to pay until you go to sell or refinance the house if the, if it's against your house. But nevertheless, it's important to remember that if you've contracted to pay a debt, you should pay the debt. What happens though is often they'll, People sometimes will put a judgment or a lien against your house simply to get you to pay. And maybe they didn't do a good job. Maybe there's something wrong in the situation and so you didn't pay. Before hurrying up and paying and thinking you need to do it quickly, make sure that you've done your homework. Make sure that you go slow, that you are not getting too many emotions involved. Same thing goes with collectors. When a debt collector calls to collect a payment, Hopefully, they're not calling because you have just been derelict in your duty. Hopefully, there's an extenuating circumstance or maybe there's some misinformation. I know for a number of years, there was a, a large company in Utah that would had the tendency to the salespeople said one thing and the customer service said something completely different. So many, many business owners had some experiences with this large internet company where they would often send people to collections for hundreds or thousands of dollars that were never really owed. The salesperson had lied and and twisted a contract. And so the customer service people decided that the, the outstanding debt needed to go to collections and that the salesperson couldn't be wrong. It had to be the customer. So I personally had experience as a business owner where a company was putting a lot of heat on sending collectors and saying things and trying to put pressure on to get payment immediately. In that situation, what I learned is it's important to, again, slow down, make sure you look at all the facts that you have, make sure that you have things in writing. Who did you talk to? At what time? What did they tell you? Was that in writing? Provide signatures, provide the written contract show what really is due and what isn't due. Make sure that if a company tells you you need to pay, make sure that they're doing their homework as well. Have them provide the recordings of that initial call and the subsequent call where you were promised certain things by a salesperson. Have them also research who talked to you, what was said. Many companies will tell you that they don't have access to that information. That's typically extremely false. Most companies are using a recorded line as they're oft or want to remind us often. 
If it's a recorded line, they usually save the data for many, many years. Go ahead, have them research it, and make sure that they have heard what you have heard and what you were promised. Collection companies are often a, a third-party entity, a broker, if you will. They're asked to go collect money on behalf of the company that has not received payment. Those collection companies often are just geared to give you lots of pressure. Have them stop in the tracks a little bit, backtrack a little bit to get from the primary customer the information that you need to see if you really owe the debt. Oftentimes, you and I both know right up front if we really owe the debt. If we do, it's incumbent upon us. It's needful to pay that debt quickly in a timely manner. But if we don't know, we shouldn't cave in to someone forcing us or terrorizing us to pay on something that's that's not due. Let me add one other thing. Just a few days ago, my family and I were all together watching a fun movie. Uh, I don't know how fun it was. I guess it was enjoyable because we were together as a family, but it was kind of a dramatic movie. We like to cuddle together as a family and watch a good Sunday movie once in a while. And This movie was about someone who had pretty much was down on his luck during the recession that lasted from 2008 to 2012 or so. This person was so down on their luck that they were frustrated. They were trying to find another job. This The husband was, the wife was working and trying to make ends meet. And as we were watching this movie, it became more and more critical that they earn money and be able to pay down their large mortgage that was due before their home was foreclosed upon. As we were watching it, it was fun to hear my children decide on what the man should do to be able to earn money. He was getting money given to him. He was selling certain things that he owned. But one thing that he held on to was a very pricey car. A car that when my son Googled it, he said they could sell it for between twenty to $25,000. Ultimately, as this man kept going and trying to work through his challenges, we noticed that he would not consult with his wife. He wouldn't communicate. And he refused to sell the item that would have paid off all of his debts, or at least this massive debt that he needed to pay off. He refused to give up the one item. And then when he did give it up, he had the challenge of trying to get money after selling the item. In other words, what's the best way to sell things is you find out what you can get for a range and then negotiate. You don't want to have someone tell you after they've melted your gold or after they've taken possession of your car how much you're going to get. Negotiate in a position of power. Hey, how much? You know, call five, ten people. How much would you take for the or give me for this car? And then take the very best offer, but don't don't settle. In another part of the movie, a gentleman, the gentleman went to have his jewelry, his wife's and his jewelry. Uh, melted down and given a certain dollar amount. Well, before asking how much he would get, he just had to melt it down and then they told him how much they'd give him. He was upset because it wasn't very much. But again, he negotiated out of a, a point of weakness instead of a position of power. You can negotiate from a position of power when you've called around, done your homework, made sure that you are in control. That's the key with collections, judgments, and liens. Make sure you're in control. Make sure you're breathing nicely. Make sure that you're not too frustrated. Make sure that you've done your homework. Don't make a rash decision. They're trying to get your blood pressure up so that you'll hurry up and pay them and get rid of the frustration. Nope, don't do it. Don't give in. Go slowly and wisely. Do the right thing, 
but do it on your timetable and make sure that you understand all the facts and you're in the position of power. Good luck.